Inda Brady's our UK correspondent. Hey, Inda. Hey, Heather. Great to speak to you again. All right. What's Bojo said about Rishi? So he's stuck the knife in, really. Um, what's behind all of this? Obviously, they don't like each other. They've never got on. They've never liked each other. And Johnson feels that Sunak really helped usher him out of the job of his dreams, which was being British Prime Minister. And now it's payback time. A lady called Nadine Dorries, who is Boris Johnson's number one fan. She was in Parliament with him, Conservative MP. She has published a book this week called The Assassination of Boris Johnson, believe it or not. And it's all about that time when Sunak and others got Johnson out. And to help publicity with the book, Johnson has helpfully been able to do lots of interviews in the last 24 hours with Nadine Dorries. And she asked him about Sunak and he said, he spelled it out. Basically, he's not talking to the British public here. He's talking to the membership of the party and the politicians who are conservative. And he said, you're drifting to defeat under this man. That was how it has been spun in the papers today. So it's interesting, um, but there's no love lost between them. And Johnson said that this is a government that needs a kick up the bum uh, and needs some radical change or they will get beaten. And look, it doesn't you don't he's no political genius. Labour are running away with things. They're on 45 percent in the polls. Keir Starmer can do no wrong. Barring a complete meltdown, he will be British prime minister next year. Listen, tell me what you think. Are the police making the right call letting this um, march go ahead on Saturday? I think they are because we've had a month of pro-Palestinian rallies now and they are attended by, I would say, a broad spectrum of society. And there has been no violence. There's been a few arrests, a handful of idiots at each one who go too far with public order offences and what have you, graffiti. But, you know, these are not in any way violent demonstrations. So the police made it clear to the government that as much as the government wants them banned, Rishi Sunak has described them as disrespectful. The Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, she has described them as hate marches. And she has compared them to marches in the north of Ireland during the Troubles. And I think, you know, it's, it's astonishing to hear a British Home Secretary comparing, you know, like for like. The, mm. the reason people were marching in Ireland was because they were being abused by the British Army. And some people in the 70s, 14 people were shot dead on Bloody Sunday. So she needs to choose her words a bit better. Mm. Um, but I, look, the march goes ahead on Saturday. I think it will be peaceful. I think it will be respectful. And ultimately, Sunak has no power over what the police do because the commissioner of the Met has said to him, it goes ahead. And Sunak has turned around and said, well, if it goes wrong, I'll hold you accountable. Listen, Inda, it feels to me like, and you could tell me if I'm wrong here, but it feels to me like they are so determined to be publicly supportive of Israel that it's clouding their judgment. Completely. Look, Sunak is dressed in blue and white for the last month. He has flown to Israel and he has not called for a ceasefire. He has not called for a humanitarian corridor. And I think, you know, as much as the Home Secretary is saying these are hate marches, if you see the profile of people who go on these marches, this is not about, it's about humanity. And I think you will see lots of working class people. You will see middle class people there. You will see black people, white people, brown people, all people. And the government really uh, have gone so pro-Israel, they can't see this. That You know, driving rain and you're getting 40,000 people marching, calling for a ceasefire. Um, and yes, um, you know, there's one or two idiots have gone too far. Some anti-Semitic words absolutely have been used by really extreme people who've tagged on. And I think the big fear now, Heather, on Saturday is that 
one or two extremists see this as an opportunity to get themselves a headline. Yeah, probably right. Hey, Enda, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you so much, mate. We'll talk to you again next week. That's Enda Brady, our UK correspondent this evening. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.